Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to the happy hour edition of the Patrick Lally Show on another grand and glorious day in the best little city in America. How does it get any better than this? Lovely, lovely, cool day. All riding my bike around. It's just wonderful, wonderful. Haven't driven my car in days. Days, people. Saving money like I got it. We're going to spend a couple hours here on the show up till 5 o'clock on uh, your wonderful day here, your Friday, your happy hour, engaging in some energetic and entertaining conversation on local, state, national news, and politics. Uh, We've got some business to talk about. We've got some outdoors to talk about. Uh, Just, you know, the good things in life. Uber producer Dan Peters, as always, in the studio with us today. And uh, thanks a lot. We really do appreciate you spending your time with us through the radio at Information 1000 KSOO on the KSO mobile app or KSO.com. You can get it a lot of different ways. You can listen to this show wherever you are, however you want. That's what we do for you people. That's We're here to serve. We, Dan and I, we're, 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 uh, we're serving people. We're, we're selfless servants of the public good. Your humble servant. Yes, humble servants. That's Dan and I. I don't think you could describe us any other way. Humble servant. That's that's all there is to it. Of course, we are on Facebook Live. If you want to catch us there, you just go to the KSO site. You should be following that anyway. And uh, we're up there. You can see uh, my smile and visage right now. We've got a pretty good connection. Got a pretty good iron. I had to use my personal hotspot again, Dan. But that's okay. That's just amazing because there, there's a distance of about five feet I know. between me and you. I know. And I know I get good signal over here. I, I think it's the lead plates in the walls. Um, <laughs> also, our Twitter account, up and running, at P. Lally Show. Lots of good stuff there. You get the links that you need when we talk about stuff. You can uh, uh, Dan will uh, post some photos of our guests in the studio. Um, all kinds of interesting. Dan keeps you up to date, gives you some little snippets here and there of what's going on. And so it's, it's, a, it's a quality place for conversation on the big Twitter. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot. We still, we still are talking about the Maria Butina thing. And I noticed in the newscast, Dan, you had that uh, bit from Dusty Johnson uh, on his uh, uh, intersection with uh, Ms. Butina's travels across South Dakota. And we had uh, uh, former Mayor Rick Noby the dean of Sioux Falls Radio, on yesterday, and he talked about his uh, intersections with Ms. Boutine, including the Halloween party, and then he had her on the show. And uh, we're still bemoaning the sorry fact that we don't have that audio, but that's okay. That's just the way it goes sometimes. But I was, I've, <laughs> every once in a you know, I don't watch very much TV in the summer, really, at all. And so I, I have not, I don't get to watch much of the late night television where a lot of the comedy is done in this country. Um, but I have caught a couple clips of things regarding uh, Ms. Butina and her South Dakota connections, and uh, specifically to Paul Erickson, widely believed to be U.S. person one in the indictment. And uh, a lot of photos of Mr. Erickson. And I'm going to tell you, you know, maybe this isn't fair. <laughs> But Mr. Erickson is not faring well uh, with the with the comedic crowd. Uh, the last one I saw, I actually saw this first. Uh, it was linked on uh, Scott Erickson's blog, South Dakota. And it's uh, Samantha B from Full Frontal. Whew. Making sport is probably a mild understatement on what they're doing with this. Yes, I imagine. Making, making sport is... I have never heard so many different descriptions of a human being in my life. Oh, it's creative. I'll give them that. Well, they've had to look away from the guy in the Oval Office with the orange hair, and now they have a different target for which to fire their ammo. And hair always comes into it, doesn't it? And Mr. Erickson, were he to consult with me, I would suggest shaving down the sides of that thing he's got going because he's bald on top. And then he's got that kind of poofy side ring, and that never, ever that you're just asking for it when you got the 
because I could grow a little bit of hair around the side. Most people know that I am fully shaved. I have the shaved head. Uh, But I do that because nothing will grow on top, you see. Nothing. Barren up on top here. But the sides will grow hair and the back. But when you do that, if you just let a little bit go, you you get the banker band. You know what I mean? See a banker with just a little bit of hair around the outside? I I, I just, I'm not going to do that. Like Boss Hog from the Dukes of Hazard. That's what it kind of reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. And then Mr. Erickson has the unfortunate circumstance of having curly hair, it would appear. Unless he's permanent, and I kind of doubt that. Why would you do that? No, I didn't. that's what I'm saying. I don't think he would do that. Uh, so <laughs> he's got this kind of SOS pad thing going around. <laughs> it's, it's not attractive. I'm sorry. He should just, I mean, he should at least get the clipper. You know, maybe put a number one on there, a number two, and just take that down a little bit. Yeah, once a week would all it take. It's all it would take. And and you would still be a shiner on top, but you wouldn't have that. It wouldn't attract attention to the fact that you've got this Brillo pad thing going. And it just makes it all that much worse for Mr. Erickson in the the late night crowd. So, you know, I... I feel kind of bad for I don't, well I don't feel bad for him but I I could see where he could do with some image consulting. Did they call it like Ernest Borgnine eyebrows around the guy's head? <laughs> no, but they could. It, I we should find that clip to Samantha B but I can't it's you know Samantha is on the cable on the TBS and their their language restrictions are a little lax. Yeah. Um pretty much anything goes on the TBS. Which I'm a little bit surprised by. I, you know, things have changed a lot. Obviously, Comedy Central and uh, TBS, they, they basically say whatever they want. Uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's quality uh, insulting. If you're, if you're into that sort of thing, creative insulting, then it's right up there uh, with the best of them. So I, I feel kind of bad for Mr. Erickson, but he's probably going to continue to... Uh, Take the brunt of uh, of said criticism. Hey, you know um, that remi- that doesn't remind me, but I'm reminded. Just flash in my head. We we're gonna have a very exciting announcement here pretty soon about. Uh, I don't know how much I can give away just yet, but uh, Mr. Arisman, uh, some guests on this program. We are talking about a live uh, a live show essentially, not a live radio show, but a live appearance. Be uh, Mr. Erisman, uh, uh, disgruntled former city commissioner Matt Staub, and me. That is that's some seismic movement here, mm-hmm. and it would involve the city council and um, the the availability of adult beverages. So I'm just gonna lay. I'm just gonna leave that there for right now. And then when uh, when details become, but everybody's on board, and we've got a uh, we've got a, a, a uh, sort of initial launch date for our little project. Uh, I believe it's uh, August seventh. So you're going to want to stay tuned for more on that. Assuming I can keep Mr. Erisman and Mr. Staub on board, which I think I can. They're both very excited about it. So can you, can you imagine those two guys together? I don't know. You may need someone to be a wrangler. <laughs> I, I'll just need like a, a stun gun or something, you know, a low voltage stun gun to like take Erisman. Shock collar. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that, that's all you need. We'll see if we can pull that off. We have a great show for you today. In the meantime, we'll try and do our best here on the Patrick Lally Show. Uh, Melissa Bean, Bean of the Sioux Falls Business Expo is going to be here. That's coming up in September, and we'll get a preview on that. The Boone Man is our weird friend of the day. Thea Miller-Ryan of the Outdoor Campus stops by to talk about outdoor university that's coming up. And I will have a PL statement just after the break, as I do every day on the program here. And uh, our topics, uh, economics and pollution. So there you go. You're going to want to stick close for that. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. 320 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. Everybody wants to 
Good, we're getting a little closer to free today on the PL statement, courtesy of our friends, the Bodines, with the official theme song of the PL statement. Oh, and today we got a couple things to talk about. You know, I, I try and keep local as much as I can, but I'm looking through the local news. Nothing. Not nothing really that I want to talk about. Uh, there's a story about uh, permits for water, and uh, it's, I don't even want to go into that. It's okay. Uh, but I got a couple of uh, national things I want to touch on here briefly. First of all, um, the economy news, the economy news. Um, so in the uh, from April to June, the second quarter, uh, the economic the GDP four point one percent, economic growth four point one percent in the second quarter. If that was annualized across the entire year, which of course not, uh, so that's the best we've had since twenty fourteen. It's good news. We want an expanding com- economy. Uh, it had been two percent, two point two percent, in the first three months of the year. And of course, the president, uh, rightly so, is excited about that, touting the amazing growth from his tax and trade policy. This from the Washington Post. Trump cheers amazing economic growth, as economists call it. Caution, it could be a blip. And this is, you know, and, and here's my deal with this. When you live and die by a quarterly number, whether it's unemployment, which is monthly, which the, the quarterly GDP, all these things, you you can you can die by them too, you know? And so if you get one good quarter, you should say, man, we're happy about this. This is good news. Um, we'll, we hope we can keep it going right now. We're not going to be able to keep it going 4.1. And frankly, 4.1, if you did have 4.0% growth over the course of the year, you'd start to very much worry about inflation. And that's inflation's one of the worst economic forces that you can have to deal with because sometimes there's nothing you can do. Um, So Trump says, we're going to get a lot higher than these numbers. And these are great numbers. Uh, We are now on track to hit an average GDP growth, annual growth of over 3%. And it could be substantially over 3%. However, most independent economists say this gross quarter's growth was juiced by stimulus from the trillion dollar tax cut and a one-time rush by foreign companies to stock up on us goods before Trump's trade war escalated and tariffs kicked in on many products. Consumer spending was solid. So, I mean, there's a lot of good news here, but it's unlikely that we, a lot of people believe it's unlikely that we'll hit 3%. And so the problem is that you set yourself up for an expectation that you may not be able to hit. So, you know, you have to over deliver. That's the problem with being the leader. You can't over promise and under deliver then you have bad economic fallout from that. That's, that's not good. So 4% is awesome for a quarter. You know, 3% for a year would be, would be good. 4% for a year would start to push, would start to press against the forces of inflation. So I, that's my concern there. And I, you know, it's, it's just, a lot of it is just style, man. Come on now, just... You, you don't, you're not responsible for, it's not the first time we've had 4.1% growth, okay, in a quarter. 2014, Obama was president. Okay, I mean, was he a genius? <laughs> you know, was, were his programs amazing just because he hit that number? Well, you know, I don't think he'd say that. I'm sure Trump wouldn't say that. The other thing that's got me bothered Bothered. I'm just bothered by a couple things. And this is uh, from the New York Times. Top Trump officials clash over plan to let cars pollute more. So this is not new. It's the, the proposal we've known has been coming for a while. And that is to essentially roll back uh, Obama era uh, regulations that were intended to increase the average mileage of the American fleet, the new American fleet. Whenever there's a new year of cars, you know, what is the average mileage for the for the whole thing? Right. And uh, by 2025, the goal was 54 miles per gallon. It's pretty high. It's pretty high because it's not uh, 35. We're hoping to hit 35 by 2020. So that's a big jump. But we've always known that we can get 
we can we can actually have better mileage uh, overall, and we have in the last uh, uh, twenty years increased the average mileage of the fleet by just being more efficient. But the Trump administration wants to get rid of a bunch of that, and they want to get rid of uh, states like California who uh, have a waiver. They have higher standards. And if California has a standard, uh, most automakers are going to have to hit that. So the big worry here is that uh, the Trump administration will push this through, and the new EPA director, because you remember the old EPA director, gone, booted. See you later because of all his uh, uh, problems, Mr. Pruitt. So the new EPA director is uh, this cat named Rosen. Uh, no, Rosen's in the transportation department. I misspoke. My, my bad. I'm looking at this New York Times story today, and it's about the fight between Andrew Wheeler, who is the new EPA guy, and he wants to, uh, he's concerned that this, pro, this uh, proposal won't uh, stand up legally to legal challenge. And it'll be a big Supreme Court fight, and it's got the car companies nervous because they don't like um, uncertainty. And so there's this huge fight in the Trump administration about whether to push these through. But clearly they're going to do it. They're going to do it. Trump's going to come down on the side of uh, Rosen in the transportation department. And they just, they're, they're pell-mell towards rolling this back. And I don't like it because I, I don't care about the fight. I care about the outcome. And there's no reason why we should not have higher mileage standards. There's none. This the, one of the uh, what I consider to be flaky suggestions in here is that because the cars will be much lighter, they'll be less safe. So that's why you're, we're going to save lives by rolling back the mileage standard. Well, that's poppycock. Okay, it's just silly. And if you there will be there's it's just put in more safety measures. Have have uh, lower speed limits for uh, trucks. Make things safer. Don't don't just say no. We gotta we gotta keep big heavy cars. I mean, our cars are way lighter today than they were uh, thirty years, forty years, fifty years ago. And when the cars were heavier, we had uh, much higher traffic death rates because people drove crazy and they didn't wear seatbelts and they're all drunk. Well, we decided driving drunk was bad. We put in airbags. We came up with a lot of other safety measures, and we still got higher mileage. So that is silly logic to me but ultimately what we're going to do is just pollute and we shouldn't be polluting polluting is bad we know polluting is bad why pollute let's not do that if you cannot pollute wouldn't you not pollute oh look we got some uh toxic chemicals we're just going to dump them in the river why because we can why would you do that and why would you fill the air with carbon when you don't have to i'm not getting rid of cars i got a car my car gets crappy mileage. I just don't drive it that much. And it's not about your car. It's about the cars they build in the future. So come on, man. Let's just not pollute. That's the bottom line on today's PL statement. You can agree or disagree with me. Drop me an email, Patrick at KSO.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter or Facebook. We take all comers. Coming up after the break, news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters. We're going to chat with the Boone Man and Weird Friends. It's been a while since we chatted with Boo Man, so that'll be good. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. Three thirty-seven on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. And uh, it's uh, Friday, and normally. We would have uh, we'd have the Buffalo Maiden on, but we've been shaking some things up on the schedule, and I'm very happy that the Boone Man is able to make his very, very busy schedule work for us today, and he is with us right now. Boone Man, how, how are things? How are you? How are you feeling? You okay? Oh, I'm awesome, especially with that intro music, a little uh, Violent Femmes from 1983. Yep. Of course, quite often referred to as the gold medal class of... Uh, of 1983. Often. The, yeah. In the annals of Two Falls history. Yes. So, yeah. Many, many famous uh, and infamous yeah. people, of course, came right out of the class of 1983, two of which 
are currently on the air on KSL. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> <laughs> That's how old that song is. So let's not uh, let's not uh, go there. Uh, That's thirty five years ago. <laughs> I know. Did you get the notice? I did. Yeah. Are you going? I, you know, I see all the people I want to see anyway. So. Yeah, that's sort of. And I some they don't want to see. Yeah, <laughs> that's so. that's true too. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be there. Uh, you know, so I'm going to be there anyway, whether they're having the party or not. So at Dakota Bowl. Yes. We should tell people this is the O'Gorman High School class of 1983 reunion. They always have these things at Dakota Bowl. You are a, a, a your kids go there, so you're there anyway. You have to see them. There's no way you can get out of it. Yeah, I will be there. I, I won't. And I enjoy it. It's uh, it's big fun. So The game, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, your, your eldest, the Mini Boone, who's been on yeah. the show uh, a couple of times. Yes. He is he is uh, uh, out of high school. He's almost out of college. You How many how many uh, little ones do you have left in the uh, Catholic school system? One who will be a senior. Oh. You're dangerously close to being done with all of that. I can see the end of tuition. <laughs> and it's a glorious place. You know, and, and I've, I've said it to some people, and they say, what, what, you, know, you still got like four or five years left. He said, yeah, I know, but I've been paying it for 20. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's a relatively short period of time. Yeah, so. You know, I, uh, I remember, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, when we went, to, and not to get into what it, the, yeah. what it is today, I think when we were starting at O'Gorman in 1979, uh, fall of 1979, um, I think it was, uh, where was it, 78? No, it was 79. I can't remember. 79. Uh, I think it was like 400 bucks. 400. No, I think it was a little more than that. I think it was probably like six, 700. But wow. It wasn't very much compared to what it is today. Or and I'm not. sure our parents were like, oh, my God. Not I. When well, that's nineteen seventy nine dollars, mind you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, adjusted for inflation, that's like <laughs> more. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, I I thought this might be something that was on your radar. Um, I just saw this today, actually. Um, uh, this uh, the 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 Sioux Falls Police Department made this friends video. Did you see this thing? Have you heard about this? Have you seen it this? is awful. And uh, I will tell you that I know and am related to one of the participants in it. Oh, really? Yes. Um, it is just truly awful on so many different ways. First of all, the song and the show from the show Friends. What an awful, awful show that was. <laughs> I mean, and, but it's still out there. It's on Netflix. Yes. My kids watch it. They, you know, they know that song. They know it. And it's just what a awful awful show that was you know what's weird is that that was one of those songs that i i i knew the rembrandts who sing that song and it was a song that was in my consciousness before it was ruined by friends wrecked it yep (laughs) wrecked him nearly killed him um it is it is a bad video i oh i don't know they could have i mean it a junior high AV club could have done a better <laughs> job editing it. Well, the here's what I think: is horrible. Who did it? Who edited it? Well, I I know some of the I know some of the people do that. I know some of the people in that division of city government, and they are highly talented human beings. Here's what I think happens: Were they drinking? Maybe, but I think more likely it's you want to do what? <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh... Not uh, just on so many levels, not good. No. And if there's some sort of competition with other law enforcement organizations across the country, they are not going to do well. <laughs> and it is, it's a thing now. And I, you know, this is how these things go. It's a thing. So sure. you got to do it. Uh, but I have seen, I, I purposely don't watch these things, but I have seen a couple and they were pretty good. And you know what they should have done? What's that? Should have done. I fought the law. Clash. <laughs> yes, Clash version of I Fought the yeah. Law. That would have been the song to do. Ah, they would have ruined it, though. No, they, well, and do a better job of it. Come on. Yeah, maybe the fire department could do I Fought the Law. Yeah. You know, they, they like to have friendly competitions. Could be, everybody could be uh, Fire Lake. I know they have to do something fire-related. <laughs> fire, yeah. fire Lake. That would be great. So anyway, yeah. Um, That's bad. There's that, and then uh, that must be what happened when... They were busy doing that when they let the wrong guy out of jail. <laughs> yeah, that 
I mean, they did have the same name, but similar, not same, similar, similar. Uh, but you still got to check the numbers. It's like the life of Brian. Who's been, oh, I'm Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That guy was saying, "Oh yeah, that's me." Yeah, yeah. that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah, no. Uh, mm-hmm. Where are we going? We get we just going to the doctor? Oh no, I'm getting out. No, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely me. Yeah, definitely okay. me. Yeah, that, then he, he gets up better of it when it hit the news. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, no, no, I'll, I'm coming back. It's okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. And he should not get in any trouble for. That. I hope he does not get any extra time for that. Or that's not his fault. Are you kidding me? They're going to slap him with another couple of years. I don't, I, I don't even know what the guy was in for. I don't know either. Uber producer Dan Peters might know what he was in for. Do you, do you remember, Dan? I believe there was some, it was an aggravated assault. Ooh. And there was some intentional damage to property in there, too. Okay. And some stealing stuff, probably. Yeah, some stealing now, stuff. Now, what's interesting, there was a similar story out of Colorado where the guy was let out of jail incorrectly, but he signed the other guy's name. Oh. And so then he now was... There. See, then, then you have forgery, and yeah. that earned him some extra time. Uh, whoops. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, uh, Boon Man, you got some time? Can you hang out a little bit? Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a couple more questions to ask you, too. So. Okay, that's great. We'll come right back with more Boon Man here on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Three forty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and uh, that's not nineteen eighty-three, but it's close for the Boon Man. It's a freshman sophomore year. That's early. That's late seventies, early eighties. I think eighty, eighty-ish. Yep. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that song. Fly today. Could you this sucks. That's the vapors turning Japanese. It's good stuff. I was just going through the library here. I could have picked a lot of stuff. Uh, you got your Thompson Twins, Thomas Dolby. <laughs> Good stuff. Anyway. Yeah. So, anyway. There you, you said go. you had a couple questions for me. What were I they? did. I got a question for you. Do you ever, do you kayak in the uh, in the Sioux River? I, I have. I am a fan, yes. The chocolatey brown waters yes. of the Sioux River. <laughs> have you noticed how much it looks like the river in Willy Wonka, the chocolate factory? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it is a... Um, uh, a curious shade of brown, yes. Yeah, and that's recently. I just I was reading some information about the city water permits. They haven't really checked anybody's license to dump in the river for, I think, like Morales or Smithfield or whatever they're calling themselves now, and other uh, other entities who are able to dump wastewater into the river. And uh, they haven't had their permit checked, but that's that's the state. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't understand. But I mean, they're not, yeah. So they're like, oh, we just don't have enough people. <laughs> yeah, they're working on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's, I, I, I'm sure that everybody is in full compliance with what they should be doing as far as stuff they're dumping in the river. Yeah, I hope so. The yeah, thing but, about it is that we, as a state, and this is why they didn't hire anybody to do this, they don't. They don't want to enforce any standards. We don't have a nitrate standard on the on the upper part of the Big Sioux River. So, eh, cheese factory, put it wherever you want. Put all the nitrates in there you want. It's going to be fine. Out of Iowa anyway. What do we care? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I'm so, all for cleaning up the Big Sioux. I want yeah. it. I want it to be a recreational river. But well, but you know, the water will never look a different color. No, I know. It's always going to be that silty kind of brown. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that is. But it, it probably it might, it might smell better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now, last night, yeah. as I was meandering my way through uh, Sioux Falls on way South Cliff Avenue at Tuttle Park, I spied with my little eye three late night kayakers. Oh yeah, head, heading downstream. Um, it was uh, ten o'clock. Oh it really? Was dark, darker than a stack of black cats, but I could see the reflection of their of their oars and life vests. That's cool. Yeah, um, I don't know. 
I gotta believe you'd have to have some sort of a light. I think I would. Uh, Well, it was a big full moon last night, or it's gonna be tonight, and I think tree coverage in in along the riverbed. Yeah, it's beautiful though. It's to to kayak down the Big Sioux through the city because of the way our city's uh, way the geography of it. It really is a lovely, lovely tour. You can. Call the Sioux, uh, Sioux, what are they? The Sioux Paddlers, Sioux Empire Paddlers, yep. and they'll rent you a kayak. They'll, yep. it's, it is a, it is a one. Now, don't tip over. Yeah. And, and if you splash water on your water bottle, don't drink from it. <laughs> but it's a lovely trip. Yeah. I mean, they're really, come on, come on, you can't just wipe that off. And well, I mean, as an adult, you're probably, I mean, you know, yeah. what's the worst thing you're going to happen? You're going to have, you know, the trots a little bit, maybe. Yeah. But if yeah. you're a kid, you know, there was that, that, uh, there are people swimming in it all the time and that's a really bad idea. Yeah. Really all the time. Like really? Are they in the, they're in the water? Yes. Over by Tut Hill, you see the, uh, the Frisbee golfers, uh, occasionally they'll, uh, well, those guys are so stoned. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, they are higher than a kite. Dude, I'm in the water. <laughs> Where's my disc? That's, I think that's probably. I don't know. I see people in the water over there by Tut Hill a lot, yeah. and then they just rescued that uh, team of uh, Wisconsin soccer team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't, don't swim in it. You don't so want tubing. So you would not recommend tubing down the river. I see people doing that too, but no, I would not recommend doing that. So yeah, you don't you don't want to be hanging in the in the uh, water. Mm, I think that just tubing is more prone to the tipping, and then the tipping is prone to the head under the water, which means all your holes are open and they fill yeah. with that water, and then it's bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to do either one of them, uh, but uh, although I understand that north of town, up near uh, Trent, there is a campground that does uh, yeah. kayak and uh, yeah. canoe rental. Yeah, that's uh, all you uh, north, and then you come back to the campground. Yep, the double bend. Double I've done that. Double bend or double. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah. I think it's a campground of the double bend or something like that. And it is. Uh, it's a nice. It's a very nice stretch. And there you will see all the cows in the river, which is bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but interestingly enough, there is no. Uh, uh, homemade tube raft service through the dells of the Big Sioux. <laughs> well, that <laughs> proved that proved to be perilous. Someone should start up a guide service for yeah, that. Somebody. Hopefully there was some manual to look at for it. Some but, sort of history. Uh, that would be good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have often thought of um, doing that again. Uh, the uh, yeah the I can't hear the, tu- the Big Sioux River Tubing Association or whatever it was. Yeah. No, that was a bad idea, and um, <laughs> it was fun, but it was a bad idea. Bad uh, idea, probably a better idea now. Hey, do you think these kayak people would do it, my idea about uh, 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 a crew, a crew, crew team at uh, Cova Lake? Yes, I'll talk to them about it. Yeah, talk to them about a, a one man crew. Yep. one man crew boat. That's awesome. Um, I still think it's a great idea. Yeah, We're going to we'll do that. There. So we, we, we'll talk about that. And then the last thing, you got a minute? No. Okay. What do you well, got? I'll do that for next time. All right, cool. Boon Man, thank Leave you. Leave them wanting more, baby. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. All right. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, Thea Miller-Ryan will be in. We'll be talking about Outdoor University. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Three fifty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show. Coming up this weekend, going on now, it's Canton. Celebrate Canton. They got all kinds of crazy stuff going on down there. Stop by if you can. After the news and weather, it's Thea Miller-Ryan with the Outdoor Campus on Information 1000 KSOO. Four oh six on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we have on a, a new time. Uh, our old friend, Thea Miller-Ryan, Executive Director of the Outdoor Campus. And uh, Thea, thanks for coming in at uh, sure. a different time. kind of hard to be here 15 minutes later I know, than usual. it's tough. <laughs> now, I should say that I, I said this earlier, I shuffled some things around. Uh, uh, Corey Heidelberger can no longer be with us. I okay, said that earlier yeah. in the week, so I'm moving in. Blah, blah, blah. We actually are, are probably going to have Thea on every Wednesday. I can't wait. That's great for me. Now I can leave town earlier if I need to. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
and we'll be able to t- spend a little more time with Thea because as people know, uh, sometimes <laughs> on Fridays, like when the Buffalo Maidens, I we maybe go over a little bit. And then Thea's getting here and she's got six minutes. She comes all the way over here and she gets six minutes. That's I, not fair to anybody. It's okay. It's, it's okay. I live with it, but I love to be able to talk a little bit longer too. Yeah, it's going to be wonderful. And so... You know, here we are Friday afternoon. What are you doing? How's it oh, going? Gosh. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a good week at work. We've had a lot of kids over there, a lot of adults learning things. Um, have We're getting ready for fall. Of course, we're getting ready for our biggest event of the year right mm-hmm. now. That's kind of preoccupying all of my time. Yeah. And now I went by there today. I rode my bike by there through the uh, park, yeah. the parking lot on the way to work. And there was like tents up and there's all kinds of stuff going on. There was like a campfire. And I'm, mm-hmm. What is going on over there today? Um, well, today we had an outdoor adventure camp. It's a time for kids. Their parents signed them up, and they come out, and they do all different things. They get to do outdoor cooking. They learn how to set up a tent. Oh. Um, we had some archery and some BB gun shooting today and some fishing. Kids out there catching fish. That's always a good time. It is just an urban oasis out there. I love it. The uh, Now, you brought with you, you, yeah. you brought props with you today. I did. I know. Uh, it's great for radio, right? Yeah, it is. Now, <laughs> first of all, just tell us what they are, and then we'll try and describe these things. Sure. I, I did bring them because I didn't think I could describe them, so I thought maybe between the two of us, we can come up with the word for it or how to describe them to people. But these are called flu-flu arrows. Okay. And flu-flu. Like flu-flu. Like F-L-E-W? No, F-L-U. Okay, so, Mm -hmm. okay. So, like, sick, sick. (laughs) So, flu-flu arrows are fluffy. Yeah. Is that how you'd say it? Well, okay, so... So the fletching is fluffy. They are arrows, like bow and arrows. Yes, they are. Okay, Mm -hmm. but they're not sharp. Nope, they have have flat ends on them, so they aren't going to poke you in the... If you're walking down the hallway here at the radio station. (laughs) (laughs) So they're roughly two and a half, three feet long. Three feet long, yeah. They look to be some sort of uh, modern carbon fiber situation. I believe that's correct, yes. It's essentially a stick, an arrow, but then it's got this, the the flu thing on it. The flu Instead of like fins or uh, feathers. Right. They've got these twirly things. Fluffy, twirly Kind of feathery things. You know what it reminds me of? You remember mm. the old car washes? Yes. Where those big, those big things would they flap still around. Have them. They yeah. Still have them. Okay. I That's haven't seen one are. in a long time. That's what they look like. You don't clean your car? I <laughs> guess not. <laughs> look into that. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should. It's I'm a thing. Sc- you met my dad. I'm scared yeah, of I car know. washes. <laughs> <laughs> he terrified me as a child. I can see that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so these are like arrows. Yeah. But if I look at this and I picked it up and I said. And you said, this is sort of like the old David Letterman thing. Will it float? <laughs> Will it float? And you said, Will it fly? It Will would fly. it fly? Will it fly? <laughs> and I would say, No, that is not going to fly. And if it does, it will fly poorly. It does fly poorly. Fly- <laughs> <laughs> well, what a great design. <laughs> it flies slowly. And that's oh, the point okay. of it. So, what this is, is at our big event um, on August 4th, we are having this um, machine that throws a big disc into the air. So it's sort of like a shotgun shell thrower, but it throws these great big foam, almost like Frisbee discs mm-hmm. into the air. And because they're foamy and big, they float slowly. So you shoot at them with a bow and arrow. Oh my God. And so you use these kind of arrows and they float slowly because they have these big flu-flu things on the end of them. And uh, hopefully you hit the target. Oh, it's that, a fun game. I will do that. Come over, seriously. I, because it's sort of like skeet with... Slow motion. Slow motion skeet <clears throat> with the bow and arrow. It is. It is. So we are going to have flu-flu arrows at Outdoor University again. And that j- it just makes me excited. And plus, I just like to say flu-flu. Can, <laughs> can people actually... <laughs> I mean, do people hit it? Yeah, people do. And uh, we cheer very loudly because not very many people do. <laughs> well, I can see that. <laughs> but um, some of our guys have had a chance to try it quite a few times, and they've gotten pretty good at it. So uh, there's a couple of people <coughs> yeah. excuse me, who've done That's it before okay. who can... Um, who can, you know, knock one of those down out of the sky. But it's it's pretty fun. Pretty fun I, to try. I'm intrigued. To <laughs> Me say too. Really. That's August 4th. August 4th. Okay. And did you hear about our special guest we're having? No, we're going to talk about that when we come out of the other okay. side. Okay. Yeah. Is that, is that okay? You yeah, that's okay. Right. I have time. Wonderful. We're going to come right back and talk more with Thea Miller-Ryan, the Executive Director 
of the outdoor campus here in Sioux Falls, which of course is a game fishing parks operation over on 49th and Oxbow. Yes, that's the address. I'm getting an affirmative. I'm not getting a negative. I always get that wrong. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. My money for one last pack of strings. 417 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 KSOO. And we return to our chat with Thea Miller-Ryan. She, of course, is the executive director of the Outdoor Campus. One of my favorite places in all of Sioux Falls. Oh, mine mm, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you get to work there. I do. Every day. Do you go for walks and stuff? Um, I do, actually. Right before I left here, I went outside for a little bit, and one of our I came back in, and one of our volunteers kind of called me out. She said, I don't think you actually do anything out there. I think you just go out and look. <laughs> I was like, yes, you're right. Sometimes I'm surveying I do. the ground. That's right. I do that. Don't, don't question me. <laughs> hey, we were talking about kayaking uh, with the Boon Man earlier. Right. And this whole thing with night kayaking, and you guys have kayaking over there. We do. Uh, you do like little uh, like lessons for little people Little lessons, the pond. yep. Mm-hmm. If people want to get into kayaking, that's where they can go, right? Yeah, and just they can to learn, come... just to get in one. Right, especially for Outdoor University, because I keep bringing that up. Oh, that's good. See, I'll tie <laughs> yeah, that good, together. Yeah, good segue, yeah. Um, no, you can, you can definitely um, take a kayaking class at the Outdoor Campus or come on August 4th. Because people, you know, it is uh, the first time you try and get into a kayak. It's a little tippy. Yeah. And you're like, ah. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes you're like not, you're, you're trying to get in the river or something. You're not in a great place. We have lovely right. uh, ramps here in the city. Along we the river. do. Yeah. But even then you kind of, if you don't know, you may need somebody to push you out. Yeah. You, you, you could get somebody to push you out. And we always yeah. talk about three points of contact when you get in the kayak. And that helps you keep your balance. Really? Yep. What are the three points? Like your two feet and then your two feet and a hand on the side. Yeah, or two you hands step in. and one foot. Yep, just always have both hands and both feet. <laughs> yes, right. Okay, Captain hokey Eleven. No, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> as if we both have, um, if you have three points of contact, you, you don't tip, so it's an easier way to get in. Now you tell me. <laughs> Sorry, I've just been trying to jump in as it's moving. That doesn't work very it well. It doesn't. No, you get wet. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, but you, because you're connected and you know things. And you're listening to the Boon Man, you're like, you know, I wonder if you can kayak at night. And yeah. in fact... I, well, I called my office, and uh, they they only had a minute to tell me the answer, but they said, you do need a light if oh, you kayak okay. at night. Now, which leads me to believe, uh, it makes me wonder a couple things. One, what kind of light do you need? Do you just need some sort of, like a flashlight strapped to the front of the kayak, or... I did not get the answer okay, to that. I'll right. come back next week with that answer. <laughs> but uh, there's a lot of lights out there. You could have one of those headlights, you know, some sort of, uh, there's a lot of options. However, um, I think it would be really cool. I'd be scared still. Yeah, there's there's a lot of trees sticking up out of the water yeah. or trash or, you know, big Sioux, right? Gators. <laughs> gators. You got your gators and the hippos. <laughs> Kids are always asking us if there's alligators in the big Sioux. Always. Start, t- start telling them yes. Uh, yeah, I should. Bigfoot, gators. Yeah, all of it. Just all go, of it. Just go all in on uh, uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> ghosts. And ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about Let's it. Let's go for a walk at night, kids. <laughs> what, are those, what are those blinky things in the field? Those are fairies. <laughs> They're fairies. Uh, yeah, go all in on that. Uh, <laughs> no, but you've got outdoor. <laughs> but the other thing about the kayaking I want to say yeah. is I would bet that after 10 o'clock, the parks are closed. Yeah. If you're out there and, you know, you got a light on, you'll probably get arrested. Yeah, it's possible if you get in or out in a city park. I would think that would be the case because city parks do close, except Falls Park closes at 11, but the rest of them close at 10. How are they going to catch you, though? Are they gonna act, are they, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you have a light on, maybe it'll be easier to catch. <laughs> well, they got spot, the cops got spotlights and stuff, but really are they going to, hey, there's somebody kayaking in the river. Oh, wait, stop. Oh, okay, get <laughs> not sure. Okay, you're I not going to come in after you? going to chase you around, get a boat? Maybe get, the, get water rescue down there from the fire department. <laughs> that's quite a we go. We can get quite a story going about that. This. This like, that's the ultimate slow speed chase. <laughs> yeah, the kayak. He's paddling like crazy. No, I think flu flu arrows would be the flu-flu. ultimate. Flu flu. You could take chase. him out with the flu flu. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get you sharp ones and just pew pew. Yeah. Um, we've taken a turn. The <laughs> August fourth is the big event, though. This is your biggest event of the year, the Outdoor University. It is. So we talked about the flu flu arrows. Right. We uh, talked about uh, kayaking. Uh, you've got a ton of stuff. What else can I do there? 
Well, the one of the newest things that we have happening this year is we have a former president, a former United States president. Well, that's coming to the outdoor I, university. I heard vague reference to this uh, President Roosevelt thing, and yeah. um, it's Roosevelt, right? It's Roosevelt. Teddy. Teddy, walk uh, softly, carry big, big stick. Yeah, yeah. Monocle. Right. Yeah. Right. That's him. Or sometimes he had the little things. That, no, they weren't. He didn't wear the. He didn't use the monocle. He had the little. He had the little white two things glasses. that went on his right on his nose, which I think. Yeah. I don't know why we don't have those now, but it's a good idea. So how is it? Po- how is it possible? Yeah. What? what tell me. What, <laughs> well, it's really a reenactor. Um, yeah, it's really a reenactor. Oh, it's well, not. Cool. It's not the true. It's not a mummy or anything. But um, yeah, he's a reenactor, and he's gonna be there all day with a uh, whole setup. He sets up camp, and he brings in um, all kinds of that era things to show kids and adults about conservation. He talks about how important conservation is because, you know, he's the guy that started national parks. Right. Yeah. And he's got branding irons and kids can brand things. And it's just, it's going to be really cool and get your picture taken with a real dead president. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I I I would go. And the message is never been more important than it is today on conservation. Boy, howdy. You are right about that. <laughs> you are right about that. So I think that's wonderful. The kids yep. need to hear that. And then they got to, you know, I, I will this happen? Hey, don't brand your sister. Is that going to happen? Hopefully sort of not. Um, like the arrows, we try to keep things kind of safe. So, mm, okay, good. yeah, it'll be slow motion branding. Maybe. Slow motion. <laughs> Cold branding. Cold branding. It's important. Yeah. So but, uh, who do we... Do we reveal who this person is, or is this somebody's like traveling fun show, or is it's it a it's local? a guy from Minnesota that travels all over the United States and actually has been to other countries too, portraying Teddy Roosevelt. Um, and uh, what's really sad is that I don't have his name here. You know what his <laughs> name is? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Adam, President Adam Lindquist. There oh, we go. Yeah. I just remembered Teddy. <laughs> Teddy. Uh, yes. The uh, and it's not just this. The outdoor university though is not just for kids. Oh my gosh, no! We want adults to come too. We've got all kinds of things to try, um, besides canoeing and and kayaking. We've got um, archery, all different kinds of archery. We've got BB guns, air rifles, um, outdoor cooking. You can watch and help assist make some outdoor cooking type things. Um, we have lots of the area's uh, sports clubs, so people who are interested in maybe becoming a walleye unlimited or a mm-hmm. um, Dakota trout fisher um, mm-hmm. fishing, um, you can come and meet those people. You'll be doing fishing too. We'll right? be doing fishing. Yep, we sure will. We'll well, it's be not fishing. It's fishing. <laughs> fishing. <laughs> come on. Now. Well, <laughs> we're also going to clean fish. And really? Yeah, and we we save fish for a long time so that we can teach people you can actually come there and you get a cutting board and a knife we'll give you a sharp knife one thing and we'll let you cut and we'll teach you how to fillet a fish or how to properly clean the kind of fish that that you catch um do you do the northern because the northern they're hard you're gonna get the bones yeah they're really hard we have a couple people who are real experts in that they kind of unzip it it's crazy it's just like this whole spine with the bones comes out yeah crazy but it works uh but the, the, the northern tastes terrible anyway you want <laughs> you're gonna have some walleye there some perch that sort of yep, thing yep walleye about? perch probably some crappie and some bass too oh that's great yeah that, that's good eating it is and then good you'll fry eating. them up uh yeah absolutely we'll take them over to the dutch oven and fry them up and you can stay all day do all different kinds of things we have free t-shirts um we you can we have food trucks so you can come and stay all day eat sdsu ice cream and kettle corn and some walleye food truck <laughs> i don't know squealers <laughs> barbecue and high v is gonna have some really good food there man that is exciting so that's that's a saturday right august 4th it's august 4th yep, yep. so not and tomorrow but the next saturday two days before my birthday oh happy birthday yeah thanks 39 yeah. is gonna be tough i know it is oh man um, again so uh more information i can get that at uh <laughs> Uh, the Outdoor Campus Facebook page, certainly. Yeah, that's the best place to find the most current and updated information is our Facebook page. Just search on Facebook for The Outdoor Campus, and uh, you'll find the one in Sioux Falls, and that's where you get all the good information. Or just listen to KSOO because... Our ads are on here. There's a few ads. (laughs) There's a few ads. (laughs) You'll be back before then. Wait, will you? What's the date? Yeah, Uh, Yeah. absolutely. Uh, Thea, thank you. This was fun. it was. It always uh, is. We'll see you again real soon. Thanks. Coming up after the news and weather, we've got uh, Melissa Bean. She's with the Sioux Falls Business Expo, and uh, we're going to chat about business. Business, people. It's important.
This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Jesus, don't cry. 435 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And uh, if you listen to the program, you know that we like business. We like business on this show. We talk about business all the time, and I'm very happy to have in the studio today with us Kim Vanderpool and Melissa Bean. They are the founders of the Sioux Falls Business Expo, which is coming up on September 18th. Ladies, thanks for coming into the show today. Thanks for having us. So uh, the Sioux Falls Business Expo, um, what is it? This is your second one, right? It's our second one, yes. And uh, this is this is Kim Vanderpool speaking, and uh, tell us, Kim... Uh, what's a, what's a business expo? How does this work? The business expo is an opportunity for businesses to help support each other in the Sioux Falls community. It's a time for business owners. We know how busy they are, and it's hard to go ahead and keep up to date everything that a business owner needs to know. So we have an opportunity to bring in 15 speakers to help educate anything from tax laws to marketing to insurance and also provide vendor support so they can meet um, vendors that they would maybe be interested in with like marketing or social media or taxes, accounting, a whole variety of. So are you focused, uh, uh, Melissa, on small business? I mean, is this something that as uh, business owners, particularly of small businesses, would be most interested in or you know, who's your customer here? Yeah, I think that small to medium-sized businesses would probably benefit most from attending. But really, we are there also to showcase businesses that can help those other businesses. So like our vendors, it's a great opportunity for some of those larger and smaller companies to come in and be vendors. And then they can showcase what they can do for for other businesses in the community. And I see, uh, uh, so it's uh, September 18th, like we were talking about, uh, which is a ways down the road here. It's a Tuesday. uh, And... You've got a, a full day. It's from 8 to 5.30, uh, including the social hour. Um, w- but do I need to sign up? What's uh, Yeah, you know. we are selling tickets. You can get tickets either from our website or from Eventbrite. And there are some early bird pricing right now. So that is one reason why we wanted to come on so early in advance to the event so that we can get people yeah. in the door with the best price. So early bird tickets are $49. And then after that, come August 6th, they'll go up to $69. So it's a great value, actually, for the 15 educational breakout sessions. The keynote to this year's event includes lunch. It's at a nice venue, the Sioux Falls Convention Center. So it's a, it's a convenient parking and, and navigation there. And uh, you, got, you, you roped the mayor into showing up. How'd yeah, you, we sure how'd did. you do that? You got Mayor Paul Tenhagen doing the uh, open at 8.50. Well, you know, this is our second year doing the uh-huh. expo. Yeah. And last year, Paul also participated. So this year, we tapped him as mayor uh-huh. and said, hey, Paul, you want to come help us out? And he's doing a welcome to our event to kick the day off. And I think that would be great. And we were excited to have him. So last year, he was there talking about, uh, like, uh, marketing, social media, websites, was, that sort of thing? He was actually our moderator for our business panel last year. Ah. Uh. Cool. And you have the business panel again, and uh, I see you a friend of the show, Jody Schwan from Business. Yes, she'll be our moderator this year. And tell us about your uh, uh, business panel. So that's sort of the, the culmination of the day. It's at 4 o'clock. What happens at this little gig? Well, this was brought back by popular demand, if you want to call it that, because it was one of the favorite things last year the business panel was. So we picked out a few business owners this year, and the focus is going to be things I wish I would have known sooner in business. And Jody's going to help guide them through some questions to help extract that, and then the audience will also have a chance to ask questions. And uh, the panel here is, and I'm, if I screw up somebody's name, you'll have to tell me, but they look pretty straightforward. Eric Weiser from Weiser Distributing. What is that? What is Weiser Distributing? I don't, or Weiser? Weiser? Weiser Distributing. Weiser? They yeah. do a lot with, in the online space. Oh, okay. And they're um, located in T. Got it. Uh, Greg Noteboom of Noteboom RV. I know what an RV is. That's a <laughs> recreational vehicle. That's correct. Uh, Sana, <laughs> Sana, Sana Aberesk. I know Sana. And even though I spelt, said her name wrong, I do know her. And she's from uh, Sana's Gourmet Mediterranean, one of the finer restaurants in downtown yeah. Sioux Falls. Love that place. And and a, a social media uh, star in her own right. <laughs> yep. Don, and Don Knutson, Midwest Employee Benefits uh, 
that's a, a provider of benefits, right? Yep, yep. Administrator, that sort of thing. When we were deciding on the panel, is we wanted people that kind of started grassroots and how they kind of built their business. Yeah, and so that's that's a good expert mm -hmm. there. But that's not uh, that's you've got stuff all day. You got breakout sessions, like you said. There's 15 of them, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know we're gonna take a short break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna go through some of the rest of the day and and what it what's it all mean and and what you can learn from it. We will be right back with Melissa Bean and Kim Vanderpool. They are the founders of Sioux Falls Business Expo. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000. KSOO. The clouds will blow away. 444 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. And uh, we are chatting here with Melissa Bean and Kim Vanderpool. They are the founders of the Sioux Falls Business Expo now in its second year. It's coming up on September 18, and we've been talking about all the things that are available. But first, uh, ladies, I need you to tell me why would somebody uh, put together a? How does somebody wake up one day and say, "I want to do a Sioux Falls Business Expo"? How did that? How did that happen? Well, it's one of those things that you look back and you're not quite sure how it happened. In a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, there are days I think we're still kind of nuts for doing it, but we were out at Zeal at a, an entrepreneur networking get-together, yeah. meet-up, and then we were standing around afterwards, and Kim and Tracy and I were just talking, and it was actually Tracy's idea, Tracy Grant's idea, and then well, it was Kim's idea, and Tracy said, oh, I think that'd be a great idea. I think we should do it. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow I went, okay. But why? What I mean, what was the, what was the conversation? Why did it? Did you say? I think we need to get a whole bunch of people together to do this. Because I think there's a lot of uh, businesses in Sioux Falls that a lot of us don't know about, and so uh, especially like um, for social media and like some of the SEO and the videographer that we have that has a vendor booth is that we can provide services, and some of the small businesses don't even know that there are services that can help them do the social media or different marketing or the insurance or they don't even know who to talk to who to ask if they have questions on hr and so it was like we're all together and all these different niches were available and it's like i looked around it's like oh well maybe we should all get together in a room and be available for business owners so they can have a one-stop shop so yeah. they can talk to everybody you were you were at zeal which is mm -hmm. of course a sort of a center for entrepreneurship and and an incubator right. of small business um, and so you're all kind of like-minded. Yes. Right? Yes. And uh, uh, Kim, what is your business? What do you do? Um, I am the owner and founder of Fresh Impact, which is a social media, and manage social media management and marketing company. So we provide social media services from audits or consultations to actually coming up with content creation and managing businesses' platforms. And are businesses more and more uh, coming to realize that they can't handle their own social media? Yes. People want to know. Um, some of them can do social media, but they don't know what they're supposed to be doing. What should they be posting? And what exactly is their goal and purpose? And, so and what should they not be posting? What should they not be posting? <laughs> what they should post and what okay. they should not post, <laughs> what, right? What I see the biggest challenge most people are posting is it's selling, selling all their stuff instead of service. And really, mm. when you post content, it should be one should be selling one post should be selling and the other should be service and so mm. they should be building that relationship with your customers yeah and uh melissa you what do you do well i have a side company that is called true voice and i help my clients prepare for speaking opportunities so whether that is that they need help with the content and organization while they're writing their speech or whether they want to polish the delivery on a special presentation mm. because public speaking is not not everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. It's kind of intimidating. And sometimes people get thrust into that whether they want to be there or not. How not to get the flop sweats? Some of that. <laughs> if you prepare, you'll you'll take care of a lot of that. Right. You get rid of the nerves and the anxiety. Exactly. Um, and how, how did you come to do that? Hmm. I used to be f afraid to get up and speak in front of people. And I joined Toastmasters years and years ago hmm. and developed a true love of doing it and I like to get up and talk but I like to help people 
develop that message even more to help them get the message that's inside their heart or inside their business out to the public. Well, and it's huge because uh, everybody at some point, if you're in business, even accountants, everybody has to do some sort of form of communication, verbal Correct. communication, like just, hi, my name is Patrick. Uh, exactly. You know, and that's public speaking. But then the next step, people just get, oh, I can't do that. Right. People think that, well, I don't give speeches. But as you just demonstrated, just a quick, hi, what do you do? The answer to that question is really public speaking. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you? Yes. And uh, it's hard for people. I mean, as weird as it seems, it's hard for me. I can sit here and talk to you guys and I can sit behind the microphone. But when you throw me into like a networking situation, I just, I'll be over here in the corner. I'll be fine. I don't want to talk to anybody. So it's hard for everybody has some weirdness about it. And a lot of times those speaking events or opportunities, they actually hold a lot of, uh, they can be make or break opportunities. So there's a lot of pressure behind them. Yeah. Um, You tell people to pretend everybody's in their underwear, that kind of thing. That's not usually the first one I go with. Okay, good. (laughs) I don't find that works too well. Uh, so let's go back to the event. It's uh, uh, September 18th at the Sioux Falls Convention Center, which is a fabulous spot there. Um, that's a Tuesday. It goes all day, 8 to, f- 8 to 5.30. The limited number of registrations, or is it you just take all comers? Well, limited number. So we would love for you to get tickets in advance. We're going to provide lunch for you. We're going to have, you know, a social at the end of the day. So knowing approximately how many people coming are, is going to be a benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, there's lunch. This scares me a little bit. With the magic of Travis Nye. <laughs> Sleight of hand. What? Tell us about that. Who's that guy? Travis mm. actually reached out to us. Oh, he awesome. provides um, magic entertainment for companies at their Christmas shows. And um, we thought this would be a great way to help showcase his business and provide entertainment for our guests who don't necessarily want to be networking over the lunch hour, just want to have us, you know, <laughs> I want to eat. And, yeah, yeah, just want to eat and kind of chill out a little bit. So we'll provide entertainment for them and the other ones that just yet want to network. That opportunity will be there too. And another thing we haven't talked about here is uh, Shannon Nordstrom uh, is your keynote speaker. Tell us about Shannon. I a lot of people know him uh, who listen to the station because he used to be on the station with with his show at one point, but. Who is he, and why are you uh, having him as your keynote? Well, Shannon Nordstrom is from Shannon Nordstrom Automotive, mm-hmm. and he is a great guy. Everybody, <laughs> I mean, that is not why we picked him, but it oh, is a, tr- a true bonus. You know, we reached out to him and asked him if he'd be willing to come and share the story of Nordstrom's, how his family grew from that really small operation to the mammoth place that it is mm-hmm. now. And it's an automotive recycler, essentially. They... Yeah, you they know, have a number of You just of call them a junkyard, but they do a, a lot of stuff now. Mm-hmm. So they have a repair shop, and they have a U-pullet, they have the recyclers, and it just keeps growing and growing. And I think that that success is inspiring to other people who are trying to build their business. And he's going to come and share the story of the Nordstroms. And uh, uh, Shannon's an um, excitable person, should we call him? <laughs> I mean, he's, he is... He's high hi- energy. High energy and enthusiasm, so that will be... Uh, a great uh, opportunity to learn more about him, but just learn more about small business and growing your business. Exactly. Uh, let you got a bunch of breakout sessions here too. We should so uh, you got the mayor, then uh, Shannon Nordstrom, then you hit your first round of breakout sessions, and you've got them broken up here: marketing, branding, culture, and HR, business, finance, and strategy. Give me some sense of uh, what's going to happen from ten fifteen to noon. Well, 1015 to noon, we'll have Media by JP, which is a videographer. Mm-hmm. Well, 365 is going to talk about health place ergonomics, which is a different take you don't always hear about. And then New York Life will be finances. Yeah. Fresh Impact will talk on social media. Alternative HRD is talking about steps to help your people excel. Ah, and cool. Then That's wi- in the uh, part of HR. The yep, HR yep. part. And then Wiser Distributing is going to yeah. be talking about Amazon, the secret to winning the buy box. Ah, there you go, Amazon. Yes. Uh, so then the afternoon, you got a bunch more. you got yep. uh, uh, marketing and branding uh, and just uh, plenty of opportunity. People can bounce around and, and hit all these different breakout sessions. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the theme here? What do you want people to take away? 
in the last minute we have. Well, what we want people to take away are things that they find interest to them. So it's kind of come and go. If you find that the morning breakout, there's one session there, come to that. If you need to go back to work and work a little bit, then come back. Um, we will provide all the listings of the titles and the descriptions on our website so people can check that out ahead of time. And that's uh, www.SiouxFallsBusinessExpo.com. SiouxFallsBusinessExpo.com, just like it sounds. Yes. Uh, and it's coming up on September 18th. That's a Tuesday from 8 in the morning till 5. You can get tickets uh, at Eventbrite or through SiouxFallsBusinessExpo.com. Uh, ladies, good luck to you. Thank Thanks, you. Patrick. And uh, have a great day and the uh, best of success. Thanks. Great. Thank you. Coming up after the news and weather or after the break here, we'll finish up today and talk about next week. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000. K-S-O-O. <laughs> 457 on the Patrick Lally Show. Information 1000 K-S-O-O. Man, there's a lot going on this weekend. There's a, a bunch of bike rides. But uh, there's also out at the Straw Bale Winery. Folk Off and Rib Challenge. You've probably been hearing about that. Starts at 11 a.m. at the at the winery near Renner. It's a folk and Americana music competition and barbecue competition. Winner for the music competition will perform at the Sioux River Folk Festival. Cool. A fundraiser for the Boys and Girls Club of the Sioux Empire and Friends of Traditional Music. It's a, a great event. Come and enjoy the music, wine, beer, food, and more. Red Willow is going to be there at 7. That's the that's the worth the price of admission right there. Tickets are 15 or 20 at the gate. For more information, go to the events calendar at KSO.com. Also, uh, tonight, I'm going to go to the SkaBQ, Sioux Falls SkaBQ down at Club David. Stop by there if you want to hear some good ska music and uh, get some Berkey barbecue. Coming up on Monday, Sioux Falls Police Chief Matt Burns will be with us, and we'll talk about a lot of great stuff. In the meantime, everybody have a great weekend. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.